Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we also have a fellow podcaster here. We have Alexi Wasser from Love Alexi. It's me. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to be here. Oh, my God. Look at this setup. I can't believe it. We're, you know, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a video. Video component. Mm-hmm. There's some cool lighting. You have a proper producer. We, the we videographer do. here. Yeah. We all have headphones, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, the best yeah, part we do. is we do. we're all ladies. And yeah. oh, we're all ladies, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm like upset about all the technology and like things <laughs> I'm doing wrong on my own podcast. No. Anyway, this is There's great. There's so many ways to do a no, podcast. There's not, so many ways to do a podcast. Yeah. I've gone on people's podcasts where they're in like Ryan Seacrest style like studios and yeah. like glass boxes. And I'm like, this is weird. I cannot imagine like talking and giving someone sex advice and being like, let's talk about my vagina here. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so sti- like, I don't know. I don't know. This is almost like that though. This is incredible. This is like... 
inside yeah, yeah. the Bravo Thank Andy Clubhouse or something. Oh, oh, oh yeah. see, I'm yeah. comfortable talking about vagina there. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, me too. God, I love yeah. all those shows. Yeah, guys, this, if you don't know this, is uh, don't blame me. Welcome, hello. You're you've been here. If not, hi for the first time. Um, so this is uh, an advice podcast, and if you guys want to be an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. And international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail cam. So. Let's uh, listen to some people's life and let's give some advice. And this time it's solic- I love solicited advice. Hi, Megan and guest. I'm 20 years old from Canada and I ended a long-term relationship within the last year. And we both kind of like found our sexuality within that relationship and really like started having sex together and just grew to both like love sex and really enjoy it and it was good uh and after I ended things um I started having sex with other guys and that was still good and fun all that good stuff um and within the past three months I've had a fuck buddy and it's been too good uh it's been mind-blowing and I've really enjoyed it and it's been fun Uh, But now it's kind of an issue because I'm trying to go back on the dating scene and every guy that I've had sex with since has just been disappointing and it's still good sex and it's still fun. It's just not mind-blowing and I've just really struggled going back to good sex from mind-blowing sex and I know that's a really like lame problem to have but... Yeah, if you have any advice, I just can't imagine being in a relationship with good sex and not mind-blowing sex, and I just don't know what to do. So, thank you. Why can't you date your fuck buddy? Yeah. Maybe she doesn't like him like that. Um, she just likes to fuck him. We need more information. So yeah. I wanna, oh. Do you ever want to call him back and just be like, wait, can we fill this gap? It's all the we, time. Yeah. All the time I want to. But then there are other times where I'm really glad they're not listening yeah. because I'm like, I really lay it in strong. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think like, like, I don't know how many people you've been sleeping with, which is like whatever, like Sounds no, crazy. no shame. Just kidding. But like, shame. Just kidding. No, <laughs> but there's just no, kidding. like, you don't have enough of like a, um, like a pool to decide of what do you want yeah. like a rate like you yeah. know what I mean or maybe what I was thinking maybe it's because this person she doesn't have any like feelings for them and she's just having sex with them so she doesn't she's not more, putting more the pressure too. on um yeah on that sex that she's having with other people also is this maybe this fuck buddy is a friend and so you already feel kind of comfortable yeah. around them oh are they a friend we don't, we don't know. know well well God yeah damn it I mean I think like the way yeah, may, may, maybe it is like that. Yeah, that you don't have feelings for them, and also because you don't see a future with them, mm-hmm. you're kind of like cutting to the chase, yeah. and you're not really like delicately tiptoeing and like, oh, this is what I like. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me be cute. Like, this is like I wear makeup when I fall asleep and I wake up and I'm so pretty and my skin's not breaking out. Like, maybe there are other factors of how you're approaching the situation that's making you not get what you want out of the sex as much. Or also maybe that like you just, these are, A, I think like the best sex is usually with the people that you really care about and you love. And I think like you might've like struck gold with a fantastic fuck buddy, yeah. but that doesn't mean like, I don't think that'll compare to like 
great sex with someone you really, really care about, especially considering, I mean, did she say her, the other boyfriend, they were like, were each other's kind of first stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think your first person that you're your first boy, at least for me, like my first boyfriend, who was like also the first person I slept with. Like, I really cared about him. I really liked him. But like the sex we had was great for it being like my first boyfriend and like my first sexual experiences. But like, if like he was in the running pool of like guys now, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think also like comparing that of like, it, yeah, me saying like, oh, sex is better with people that you really like and care about. I wouldn't compare that to your first boyfriend because that is like your first sexual experiences, which I think now that you've had like mind blowing great sex, I think it's honestly kind of better that you're holding more people to the standard of being great. But also you got to ask for what you want. This guy might have just like maybe this guy, his like previous partners or whatever are just like your like sexual like soul sisters if you guys are like his last (laughs) girlfriend was into the exact same shit that you're into so it just happened automatically yeah um but I think you should like ask for what you want especially in sex and I think that's how you're gonna get it and I think you're gonna have mind-blowing sex with the person also if it's a priority for you like why can't she just date this guy though? But she might not like him. Yeah. No, he might be he a might bonehead. Just be just, yeah. Might be just pure sex. Yeah. So maybe and she doesn't want anything though either. She doesn't want a relationship. Well, she's it's dating apps now. Back. Yeah, she said she's getting back and she wants to date people now. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think if you are actively wanting to try and date people and you don't want to compare them to this guy, maybe don't sleep with this guy. Yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah. I think you're going to compare any which way. Um, and if you don't have feelings for him, then I think. Yeah. If you don't have feelings for him, walk away. Yeah. Now you have an awareness of how you want to feel when you're fucking. Yeah. And then there you go. And then yeah. maybe, oh God, is this too old timey? Don't have, I mean, I don't know. If she wants to find a boyfriend with my boyfriend this time, I did something totally different because I used to be so promiscuous. Mm-hmm. I didn't have sex with them for six weeks Holy, i tried oh this new God. weird thing which wow. is like totally and i don't really like him to hear me saying that because i don't want him to be like what i could how have crazy? Gotten, we could yeah. have <laughs> had sex way earlier yeah how crazy were you before but uh you know it doesn't really matter i've slept with person with people on the first date and dated them for yeah. five years and there are no rules to that but it's like yeah if she wants to find a relationship i don't know yeah stop yeah. having sex with this yeah hit the restart I, button. yeah hit the restart button good. yeah yeah, I also think like sexual compatibility. Like I'm, I have to, so, whatever. I don't care if this doesn't sound bad. I have to have sex with someone to figure out if I like them. Of course, like I could go on 100 dates and be like, I don't know, I don't know. Oh yeah, I would rather be like, cool. We went on one date. I wasn't sure. We should. We gotta have. Se- I need to figure yeah. this out. Like I need to get you off. My, I need to put you in the running or just be totally. Done. If I don't, then you'll be. It'll be like a. Well, for so long I've been thinking about this. Um, but I would also say like I think. Uh, you can have like an awkward, like first sexual kind of experience with somebody, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be bad forever Of course, in that kind of way. So I think also like if you like somebody, but like the sex is just good, not mind blowing, you also have to take the time for them to get to know what you're into. Like the first time that you have sex with like the person you end up with or whatever is not going to be the best time. Like you want sex to continuously get better and better and better. And I think that this fuck buddy is just like the miraculous work of like the girls he's been fucking prior. Like I don't necessarily think not, I'm not, not docking credit on him, but they just have great chemistry. Yeah. They just have great, great chemistry. Also, I know that sometimes when I've been in love, the first time we've had sex, uh, 
it wasn't good because I was so nervous oh, and it meant yeah. so much. So that's another possibility. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. I also think I don't want to like, I guess it's not like, but I would say you've also only had, uh, you like you haven't had a ton of like sexual like experience with like a long haul kind of thing besides this one guy. So I think like this mind blowing sex, like this, this probably is not going to be the best sex you're ever going to have in your entire life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be worried that you're going to trade in good sex for mind blowing sex because good sex will become mind blowing sex with someone that you really care about and who really cares about you. Um, so it just might take a little bit longer and you have to be like vocal and what you want and all that stuff. And then also if you like are vocal with what you want and some guy, like it's not, it's not working, like then move along, but don't God. think that you're not going to have mind-blowing sex. Good luck. Yeah, you're going to get this. Don't yeah. worry. You're going to get that good It's gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be fun trying. You got it. And you have a lot of good sex in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Not complain about that. Usually you have bad sex. <sighs> okay, should we go on to the next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Oh boy, yeah. Hi, Megan. I am 21 and my relationship of two years with my boyfriend just ended. Um, We were super deeply in love with each other. Um, We met in our first year of university. Um, He's a year younger than I am, but um, I like lost my virginity to him. Um... He's really the first guy who showed like a genuine interest in me and I showed in him and we clicked and we were comfortable immediately. Um, he really quickly became my best friend and we fell in love so fast and so deeply. And um, for the first part of the relationship, he definitely was way more in love with me than I was with him, but I just took a little bit longer um because by the end of the relationship I was more in love with him than he was with me um he ended up breaking up with me this past weekend I am super heartbroken about it I just feel miserable all the time and mostly I just feel angry I was working really hard on the relationship and he just stopped And, um, yeah, I'm just so mad at him and I, he seemed totally fine through the breakup. Um, we broke up once a couple months ago on my terms and we both like cried while we were saying goodbye to each other. It was super sweet and it would have been the perfect breakup. And then he manipulated me into getting back into the relationship. And then this time around I had been working on it and then he came home from a conference and said, yeah, no, I, I don't want to be with you anymore. Um, so it's been really hard. I know the relationship wasn't meant to last. He had a lot of growing up to do and a lot of anger issues. I just, I couldn't be with him anymore. Um, and he couldn't be with me. We weren't right for each other. I have a lot of mental health problems that he just didn't want to deal with. Um, but he was my best friend and he was a huge part of my life and I lost a piece of myself to him. Um, and I just would love some advice on how to get over a heartbreak that took a piece of you with it. Um, I'm really angry and I want him to know 
Um, but I don't want to contact him in any way because that wouldn't be healthy for either of us. Um, thanks for your advice. I love the podcast and good luck um, with your own mental health journey. Bye. You go I first. I want to give her a hug. Yeah. That makes me like, oh, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Start. Take it away. Uh, well, a bit of it is, well, you could tell it was really raw. She's like fresh yeah. off the breakup, but a bit of it is also like an ego thing. I like the part where not, and not to, I don't know her, so I don't mean to be cavalier and I'm on your show and it's all like love, but like a big sister vibe. It's like a bit of it was like, we had the perfect breakup on my terms. Yeah. He cried. That's how I wanted it. Yeah. And then it's like, this time he didn't seem so sad. This is not what I want. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like, yeah, this is. That's so me. That's, that's so me too. Because you're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, it, but that's an ego thing. So if you zoom out, which is totally impossible and difficult to do when you're in the midst of like a crisis and I have mm-hmm. my own mental health vibe things mm-hmm. or like and suffer and feel deeply and tell myself stories that aren't true, blah, blah, blah. I get it. What it's like to be in a relationship and suffering and all that. But uh, if you zoom out wasn't working out Mm -hmm. she felt the same way she broke up prior like we're on the path to the breakup yeah and it's like a blessing in disguise and now believe it or not and she won't believe it because you need to take time because only time makes things makes things better but like it's opening up something better to come Mm -hmm. into her life now there's room for something more right and being single is actually awesome and the best thing in the entire world and yeah. take Epsom salt baths and masturbate mm-hmm. and hang out with your girlfriends and go dancing and take a lift and go get tipsy and with your girlfriends yes. or whoever and get on an app and try not to get murdered or mm-hmm. what have you. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. then, and so like all these exciting things are about to happen. And isn't it cool you met somebody who made you feel anything yeah. like like you feel something and it sucks. But like just be nice to yourself and something better is on its way and this is like it's a reason for this is what I believe so that's what I think yeah I I'm with you I think uh I think it's I and I so relate to the whole like want like being angry and wanting him to know that you're angry and all of that first of all he knows you're angry there's like there's no way he doesn't know you're angry at all and the I hate the whole thing like the best revenge is like success, like succeeding and all of that stuff. But as somebody who actively is like hella salty, hella petty, got some people on a list to ruin their you life. You do? Oh, 100%. <laughs> the only thing that that has done has then made me feel shitty that I'm spending so much time and energy on someone who hurt me. And I, I it's I'm trying to control something that I can't control. Yeah. Because like you feel out of control when someone hurts you that you want to make them feel that way. But all that does, that person wasn't hurt in what they did. They hurt you. They didn't hurt themselves in what they were, what he did to you. So when you want him to hurt, the only thing that is going to hurt is you. Because yeah. you're the only one who's, not them saying you're the only one who's hurt in the situation, but like that's, you, you were the victim of the situation. And I can't imagine how like fucking frustrating it must feel to be like, I ended on my terms. I was fucking done. We were good. Like it was like, like closing the chapter in like a way that you felt okay with and then having him manipulate you and only to break up with you. It's like, what the fuck? Like what the fucking point was that then? Yeah. It's to me, that's like a power move on his part of being like, no, now I'm going to take that like balls in my court kind of thing. Um, I think like in, yeah, the breakup is so fresh and it sucks. Like it so fucking sucks to get your heart broken. Um, and I think, I mean, yeah, time is the only thing that really does heal that. And I think you're right. And something that I like 
had to kind of like learn to be okay with, with like heartbreak and stuff is like, I was so, and I still am like so picky when it comes to like people in general, like, but especially in dating, my friends would be like, you are literally never going to date. Like you're going to never get married. And like, because you hate everyone, like you yeah. can rule out everyone. And anytime that like something like didn't work out the way I wanted like my friends would be like hey but you liked this person like remember that like this kind of thing like you are capable of feeling this for this person who wasn't good to you towards the end and it did blow up in your face think about how much more you're going to love somebody who actually deserves it and like respects you and like loves you back in that way and I was like okay you're right but it takes like a fuck ton of time to like realize that that like the more and I also kind of think the more experiences and heartbreaks that you have it's like everybody and this is again just my my own philosophy I think everybody has like a set number of relationships that they're going to have in their life maybe that's four maybe that's 15 but let's say it's like like three relationships maybe you have no relationships at all and then you have like one you've two terrible fucking heartbreaks that are the worst. And none of your friends have those terrible heartbreaks. They just have like flings that are okay. And they fizzle out. Things are fizzle out. It takes your friends 15 tries to get to the person that they're supposed to be, but it might only take you two. like going through those heartbreaks. I think it just gets you closer to the right people. Yeah. But more than that, it makes you know and understand like who you are and like what you deserve and what you're looking for. And even like a week out of the breakup, like it was last weekend, you already have that awareness that I definitely didn't have a week after. Like a week after a breakup, it was like, I'm the worst. Why did I, like, I'm terrible. Like, why doesn't he love me? Like, what's wrong with me? And you're already being like, he didn't want to deal with my, my, my mental health, which you said that on a podcast with Mm -hmm. someone who's like a big advocate. So you know that I'm going to tell you that he's a fucking dick. And that's not like, you don't, again, not that you don't applaud a fish for swimming. Like that's not like, oh wow, a great guy who deals with my mental health. It's like, oh cool, a human. Like you're yeah. not, you're not terrible. So I think like you, you're able to recognize and like that he manipulated you into getting back together with him. Like you're able to recognize these things that he did that were bad. So I, I think you're, you're already really on a great page of accepting that like you wish it could have ended differently and on your own terms and you're like, acknowledging your feelings of anger and all of that stuff. And you just like need to like, let like, yeah, talk about how you feel. Talk with your friends about it. If you go to a therapist, I like love therapy, go to therapy. And I think like you need to like grieve the process of this breakup and really figure out from there what's going to make you happy. And I think that should be things that don't have to do with dating right off the bat. Like I think you need to kind of, like, especially when you like have been manipulated in a relationship and all that stuff, you need to take the control and power back and not take it from anybody else, but just like take it for yourself, not from oh, anyone. God, just so do right. your own shit. Yeah. Like take control of your life. Like what do you like start a new hobby? Do these other things where like you don't have to report to anyone like no one needs. I mean, like go do your job, but like <laughs> you don't need to like in, you just do stuff that just you want to do and figure all of that out. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to feel like, yeah, when you feel blindsided by something like it sucks, like it really, really, really sucks. But in order to, I think like move on from all of that stuff, 
I think you need to take the space to like grieve and be sad about it because like it is something to be sad about. Like it's not something that you're going to get over in a day or any other time, but I'm a big fan of distractions, like filling my life with like things that I like and that make me happy. So then you, there's less hours that you have to think about being sad. Yeah. yeah you've got to control uh, what you put your attention on. What are you going to mm-hmm. say? Amanda uh, just recommended an app called Sanity and Self. It's not sponsored, but it's a self-care app for women. And it has 500 plus sessions from coaches, educators, and therapists in relationships, sex, psychology, emotional well-being, sleep, self-empowerment, breathing, meditation, yoga, running, and a lot of other oh stuff. Oh my goodness. So, wow. so, I need that. Amanda's like really yeah. like thumbs yeah. up in like, yeah. like very much hallelujah. That's not incredible. Yeah. 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 Like I'm going to download it. So. Oh, yeah. I'm going to download I'm gonna, it and I'm probably just going to cry. On the totally. Right <laughs> yeah. I keep hearing that the, where people say, you know, use your ex-partner as a teacher. I mean, like, you know, yeah. just yeah, like what didn't work out what didn't I what didn't I get that from him I would say I think my number one recommendation from this is yeah I think if like download that app do all of that and like therapy talk all of that I right, think lists what about list yeah, making I like, I, yeah I think something that involves you having a conversation with someone or hearing someone else talk about relationships and stuff like that because as much as like your friends might be awesome sometimes friends aren't great in those situations it's the blind leading the blind yeah and yeah. it's also sometimes like friends are like dude fuck him like you're so much hotter like live your life and it's like cool not no, that easy that yeah or it's treat. like fuck your boyfriend like he fuck your ex he's the fucking worst like we're done with him let's do this and sometimes those are your friends might have gone through other breakups that that's too traumatic for them and they don't really know how to help you and all that so i think the more that you can lean on like a professional or like an app or anything like that, that's going to be able to like talk you through it. So you're not in your head. Cause I think that's what, when we've talked about so much like manipulation and like gaslighting all that stuff before yeah. what you need to do now is like vocalize, like you said, like vocalize all of those things that when you're manipulating all that stuff, it becomes, you spiral, it gets in your head and you start to think about you question what's real what's not like is this me is this somebody else yeah. is this am I bringing this in like what is all of this and like getting it out there and sometimes like I like I mean I think with my therapist some of the shit I'll say like as soon as I say it aloud I'm like that's oh, fucking that's I'm being insane yeah she's like well you're not being insane but like do you think that that's a real thing and I'm like no I think that I think that and like as I say it out loud I'm like that, no that's insane like no there's no way that like people think this about me or whatever yeah so I think the more that you should hold having other people. I don't know. I I'm a huge fan of like having people to hold you accountable for, um, yeah, being nice to yourself because I think it's really easy to be mean to yourself during a breakup. And then try to lose the anger towards him because he's probably he's doing the best he can, even if he's the worst, most manipulative dick. I mean, he'll get his in the end. Well, too. yeah, but also like to be loving towards him, it's like uh, even if he's the most horrible manipulative dick, this is where he's at, like in uh, conscious wise, yeah. like like, and he's that's the best he can do let the anger go because again it's like Mm -hmm. she's holding the poison her anger is poisoning her yeah not him and just be excited about the future so whenever i go through a breakup or whatever i like to make lists of like and get really excited about the future and write lists of like these are all the places i want to travel in the world these are all the things i want to do these are all the things i want to get accomplished these are all the businesses i want to this is a business i want to start the career i want for my life the the, you know and that cliche list that every self-help book tells you to make of like what you want and the ideal partner Mm -hmm. and then i like to write it out like you know i did that where it's like reciprocal and it's like you write 
oh my God, I wrote out this list. It was like eight pages, front and back page, like these huge pages with no lines. And it was like, it was, it was like I was on amphetamines or something. I wasn't, but that's like my writing was tiny and it was like, you know, he respects me. I respect him. We're, you know, he loves me, whatever. I trust everything you want in the partner. They inspire yeah. me. They've got a huge dick, whatever the fuck yeah. it is you want. Yeah. Like, you know, we have great sex. We kiss in public. He's kind. I trust mm -hmm. really good moral, whatever. Whoopsies. Ugh, I'm like freaking out over here. I'm so excited about that. I'm going to do this when I get back home anyway. But yeah, then you make all these lists and then all of a sudden you're like, it's forward moving momentum. Yeah. And then, you know, it just gets you. I don't know. It's like fun yeah. to daydream, you know, it I think that's, your head. no, I think that's a really, a really good, uh, way to, I don't know. I'm not like a manifest person, but I think it, it's a way to get you excited about that yeah. and being like, Oh wow. There are some like, look at all these like traits that I want in somebody that he didn't have. Oh, you like, know wow, I, this th is cool. There's another nice exercise you can do. You can write a list of all the things you bring to the table Yeah, and like, Oh, you know, I'm kind, I'm beautiful. I'm mm -hmm. reliable. I'm, funny I'm whatever it is and then it's like like write all the things that you yeah bring to the table yeah. in a relationship or what kind of person you are and then it's like kind of nice because I remember I was going through a horrible dark moment where I did this exercise and I went wow I'm pretty okay I can't Aww. believe this and it yeah. kind of made me fall in love with myself or feel worthy of love or something in this yeah. funk when I was in this weird funk so yeah that's like a nice thing she can do for herself if, yeah. you're, if you're listening you yeah. do that for yourself I you think know? you should you're gonna marry like a Ryan Gosling or like a I was gonna say Michael B. Jordan, but that's mine. So oh, it's ours. We can't yeah. share. <laughs> or can you? No, maybe you can. I can't, right. I can't share. Right. <laughs> I love him. Oh, so do I. But that's fine. On to the next. Hi Megan. Um, and Melissa and potential guest. I have a question about how I should address my boyfriend. Um, we've been together for about six months. I'm 22 and he's almost 25. Um, I don't know how I should address him about the fact that I think he might have mental illness. Um, he's told me that once in his family. His mom has a serious one he's opened up to me about and he even kind of alludes to the fact that he thinks he might have one too, but he doesn't want to see anyone about it. Um, it's just kind of concerning to me because I do see how obviously it affects his behavior. I I think he might have some sort of personality disorder and I don't know how to address it. He's very hot and very cold and I know he loves me and I don't take any shit from him when he does say things that I don't agree with. But I don't know how to address it in a constructive manner to have to help him. And I feel like when I'm in a situation where he's worked up, I don't know how to calm him down. I know it's not my job really either, but I don't know how, how I should convince someone to seek help is my real question. Um, I know that's not my job as a girlfriend and I don't know what it would take to get him to want to address it himself. You need to sing this out loud. I know it sounds like I'm not doing what I should be doing. I don't know. I need your help, basically. I have thoughts. Oh, take it away. Okay. So, oh, this is a tough situation. Mm -hmm. I wish you wants to know. It's so kind of you, whatever your name is out there listening, who just called in. Uh, you want, you don't want to, you want to bring it up in a constructive way and be kind. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just say you don't have to 
say what you need to say. Don't be a people pleaser. I feel like it's like this feminine, irritating, horrible trait that I have that I feel like a majority of my female friends have where it's like, oh my God, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I hope it's okay. I'm allowed yeah. to say this. Oh God, when's the right time? So I can teach you how to not do that. I don't yeah. do that. It's to a fault. Good. It's bad. No, oh, it's bad. well, to a fault. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been there too. But, I'm too uh, straightforward. Oh God. Well, if, like maybe uh, to the girl called in, uh, maybe in a public place or at a dinner or something or someplace over coffee during the day in a really calm fashion, say what you need to say. Maybe write down what you want to say, whether it's along the lines of like, you know, hey, this is what I've been noticing. This is how I feel about it. I care about you so much. I want you to be happy. I don't really know what to do. I know it's not my place, but have you ever thought about getting therapy because uh, I just want you to be happier or whatever it is you want to say to him. But here's the thing, the most important element. I know that when I spiral, not to bring it back to me every time, but just because that's how I can relate. When I spiral or I'm having a, and I'm lashing out, mm -hmm. if the partner I'm with can be calm, even though it's so hard to do, even easier said than done, if they cannot match my yeah. intensity or my mood, like if I'm going, what's going on? Oh my God, I need validation. I'm freaking out. What the fuck? Like, yeah. and they're not like, it's so helpful when they're not like, no, I'm not. I can't believe it. It's so calm down. Mm -hmm. If they can just not be condescending, but be like, I'm fine. You're going through your thing. And my God, I mean, who can do this? Yeah. It's very difficult to do this because, but if you can do this with your boyfriend and bring this up with him and not be reactive and stay as calm as possible. If you need to meditate before you do it, like twice, two times a day, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, have an idea of what you, what the information is that you want to land when you talk to him, do it in a public place. Cause I don't know how weird he gets. I don't know what you're saying or what he's capable of. Yeah. And I just want you to feel, be safe. I don't want to, I don't know if he, whatever. Uh, I don't want him to hit you or do anything weird. I'm not saying that you said that, but yeah, uh, who no, knows no, no. anymore. It's 2019. Yeah. Just sit down with them over coffee, not alcohol, and just say what you need to say and don't get reactive and be super calm. And as much as he might try to bait you into an argument, a fight, or if he gets defensive, you don't need to get reactive or defensive or match him in any way. Say what you need to say. Be loving. Be calm. If he's a total dick, just calmly then get out of there yeah. and go and go, hey, I'm still not mad. I said what I needed to say. Yeah. And, uh, and let me know and let's talk later when you, when you calm down, but I'm all good. And I only have love for you. I don't know if you guys have said, I love you yet, but you know, yeah. you can say I have love for you or, mm -hmm. or, you know, anyway, that's what I would do. Cause I, that's what I wish people would do with me. Just not yeah. get reactive, but we're all just people and it's hard not to be reactive. Yeah. I think I, so I, yeah, I was kind of like torn on what my advice is going to be while you were talking until you said personality disorder and I'm going, so I'm not obviously not a doctor. Neither are you. No one can You're diagnose anything. No, yeah, surprise. I, I know. People it. always think I'm a doctor. <laughs> so I don't know uh, if you meant a personality disorder or if that was kind of just like an overarching thing that like an umbrella to describe like maybe he's potentially bipolar. Maybe he's like manic. Maybe there, if, if it's an umbrella there or borderline oh, wow. he could be borderline totally or if you or or if like you specific or if you meant the if you schizophrenic something I think but I'm gonna go based off of what you said so as somebody who struggles with mental health and everything like that it's incredible and like this has been something that's so hard and like if you listen Mats was on the podcast we talked about how like we both struggle with that stuff so but it's it's hard to be like the partner who has to kind of like hold the other one up when they're not doing well. Like that's God. so incredibly hard. We should like have my boyfriend on the podcast. That's his right, job yeah. with me. Oh my God. It's yeah. not fair. It's, it's horrible. Rare, it's rarely my job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I think like 
first of all, like you are so right by you saying that you don't have to like, this isn't your job and it's not. And any, as much as like I've said, like guys should like, like any person that you date should be like happy to deal with you deal like with your mental health and everything like that. But that's under the condition that you are dealing with your mental health. If Mm -hmm. you are not dealing, if he is not dealing with your mental health, if your partner is not dealing with their mental health, nobody else needs to deal with it because that's not, that's not like it's, it's, affecting you and affecting your relationship. So like I've been in relationships where it's like, Hey, like even to me, like I literally, my boyfriend's like, we go to couples therapy, but he was like, you, I really think you should see someone individually. And I was like, fuck this fucking hair like sucks to hear. But I'm like, Oh yeah, you're probably right. Like that. And that's something that you have to like, if he's at a place where he cares about you and sees that this is affecting you, he'll start doing the work. He should want to do the work. And I think I think you need to, before you even talk to him, I think you need to kind of suss out the situation. I think look at the situation, look at his behavior, look at how he reacts. Is, is there any part of it violent? Does any part of it scare you? Um, and does he bring up how often did he bring up one time that he kind of hinted that maybe there was something up or does he bring it up like once a week? Like try and see if there's any subtle things that you can see prior to talking to him about it because I think first and foremost I think that this you've only been you've been dating for six months and I think his reaction to you saying this the first time I think is really what you need to go up based off of everything so if you tell him I and I think you should go about it in the sense of like hey I really love you and care about you I think if if he's if you if you're afraid um I would probably I, yeah, I would probably do it not necessarily like in pub, like at a, like a, like a park or something where people are like around, but not so close. But if he's not, like, if you're not worried about like him being violent or anything like that, uh, you can then, stay in the apartment. Yeah. Or if you've got roommates or something oh, like yeah. that, where people are still in the house, but he's, he doesn't feel like he's being, um, controlled. Yeah. Yeah. And in public. Cause like, I would feel really like uncomfortable and being like, I, what's like, I can't handle this kind of thing in public. Good point. Yeah. But a hundred, no, but if you're like a, even a little bit worried about like any sort of like reaction that could hurt you or himself or anything like that, then definitely having like people at least. And I think in general, just like in the vicinity, um, like the house or wherever and tell him and be like, Hey, this is a really hard thing for me to say. And I have been trying to figure out how to say it. And I really want you to know that this comes from a place of love. But over the last six months of us dating, you've mentioned a couple of things that have led me to believe that some of this like behavior and ways that you act and stuff might be um, from um, from dealing with you dealing with your mental health. And I think it would and I think it's really affecting our relationship. And I really like I care about you and I love you and I want you to be happy. But right now I can't do I can't be with you if you're not going to help yourself and take care of yourself. And I think you'd need to just say that point blank and be like, I think I'm more than happy to go with you if you want to talk to a therapist or if you want to talk to a psychiatrist. Like, I like want to be there for you and all of that. But I just want us to be able to have an open conversation, an open dialogue because like I'm worried about you. And I think saying that you're worried about him, like, at least for me, that's the one that like hits that I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Like, this is like, it comes from a place. It doesn't come from a place of judgment. It doesn't come from anything like that. You care about him. And so you want him to get the help that he needs. And I think if he reacts badly and he's is like totally against it, 
I say like, hey, how about you think about it? You don't have to talk to me about it right now. How about we give it a couple days and then tell me what you think? And then from there, if he's still not ready to do that, then you need to be done and you need to walk away because you're right. It is not your job to take care of him. It's not annoying. Yeah. Oh, totally. But I also like, I would never expect anyone to do that for me. Like if I was like a complete mess and I'm like, I'm not going to therapy anymore. I'm not going to my psychiatrist anymore. Like I'm fucking done. Like I'm not doing this. I would not expect my boyfriend to be like, oh, cool. I'm here for this is going to be fun. I can't wait to watch this roller coaster. It's like abuse. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's. That not see not and like getting help dealing with mental health is t- it sucks it's so hard it's like so much pride and you feel shitty and you don't want to do it because it means like admitting that you like you're you don't have your life all together and like you want to figure it out on your own but it gets to a point where like if you're choosing if someone has told someone who you care about and someone who loves you has told you that this is affecting them and they're worried about you and you choose not to do that. It's a self, it's like a self-harm, self-sabotage thing and being like, I'm going to let this, I'm going to hurt myself. I'm not going to get the help that I need and fuck everybody else who's caught in the crossfire. I think another nice thing to say is, uh, I really want this to work. I really want this to work. And that's why I'm bringing this up is because I really want this to work because I care about you. And then it's like a positive kind of spin on it. Yeah. And he mentioned, you mentioned something about a family history of this stuff. I would not bring that up (laughs) at all because he knows if he's mentioned that to you and like, you've kind of pieced these things together, he's already pieced it together. And there might be some, there might be bad memories attached to whoever, whatever person in his life had struggles with a similar like personality or mental health issue that it was not accepted and was not okay within the family. Like they might not have been, they might not have, they, they might've had a personality disorder and like gotten help and it was all great, but maybe they didn't. And maybe there's a lot of like shame and like, I don't want to end up like this person, this, but like I was associating bad things with this person because of that. I wouldn't bring that aspect right. up to him at all. I think really all you can do is suggest um, and tell him that in order for that you're worried about him and in order for you to be in a relationship with him, that you really want him to seek professional help. And the only person who's going to be able to help him is himself and professionals. And if he chooses not to do that, it's, you got to You it's yeah, you got to get out. And last thing I'll say before we go on. Um, and we've said this before too, but just to put it here, if at any point that you feel like in the process, even if you stay together or you don't stay together, he uh, gets help or he, or if he doesn't get help or anything like that, if you feel like he's going to hurt himself or anybody else, make sure that you tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, and even if you think that you're might being a little overdramatic or anything, anything, if you have that gut feeling or that worry, it's way better safe than sorry to like, let someone else know about it who can do something, but best of luck. Uh, I'm so sorry. This definitely, definitely sucks. And yeah, mental health is hard for everyone around too. Yeah. But you guys are both going to grow from it. It's kind of, it could also be exciting. Oh, 100%. you might get help. She's going to yeah. stand up for herself and talk about her feelings. Great. Love it. This yeah. is great. Yeah. <gasps> okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we'll be back with more calls. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there I'll, and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. 
This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls, but happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and 
potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're going to hop into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan. My name is Kristen and I am from Canada. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and hope you can help me out with something. I'm 24 and have been in a relationship for almost five years. We have a dog and are currently house hunting. I'm personally a patient and open person, and I do know people in their 20s tend to struggle a little bit with being vulnerable, which brings me to my partner. He is 25 and we are in a great place, except for our sex life. I can count on one hand the amount of intimate moments we've had in 2018. Something you should know, though, he struggled with alcohol and drug abuse that I do know he's going to therapy for. It wasn't anything too serious, more so of a situation that when he used to drink, uh, he wouldn't be able to stop and would just stay up all night and all day. Um, He's gotten a lot better now, and I do know that he's been avoiding uh, serious hard drugs for the past four years successfully. So I do know that this is part of why things are the way they are now, but I feel like that shouldn't put our relationship on hold, as selfish as that feels. Um, I've tried so many things, asking him in various different ways what's going on, to which he's answered nothing. I've even been very quiet about it for weeks and tried to let him make these decisions, which gave me nothing, and even suggested therapy together. 
He honestly remains closed off about the topic no matter what approach I take and almost gets mad when I try to move things forward in our bedroom instead of uh, polite. I'm not too sure how I should approach him anymore, and it's definitely putting a strain on our relationship. I would love to hear your take on it. Stop house hunting. <laughs> yeah. Put a hold on Jeez. future plans until you guys figure this out. Um, I really want to wish I knew what his response was to you suggesting therapy. Um, because, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think if he's going to therapy, even if you can ask, Hey, do you think there's a time I could go with you and we could talk about some stuff if you don't want to go all the time? Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't think your, your request is ridiculous at all. I think that's, um, it's not selfish. I think no matter what somebody is yeah, someone going through something or anything like that. I think when you really love and care about somebody, you want to be open and honest with them. So, but I'm confused that he gets angry when she tries to be forward. I would say, I think my two instincts is A, he's depressed and he's not telling mm -hmm. you, or B, this drug alcohol thing was a much bigger deal than you thought it was. And he's really, really downplaying it. And yeah, that's kind of where my mindset is. Cause I think, I mean, if like I, any sort of addiction or anything like that, there's, there's a level of not wanting to worry people about that, that he's like getting the help that he needs and all of that kind of stuff. And if he was not sober for a huge majority of your relationship, that person and his behavior and everything, that's not him. That's him when he's high, him when he's drunk. So if you guys were having sex all the fucking time, maybe he's on a bender. Maybe it's something like that that's affecting him. And because he's downplayed this to you, that it was like, it wasn't really that big. It like, was just kind of like, nah, nah, nah. As somebody who's dated plenty of drug dealers and drug addicts who I had no fucking idea. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no clue. Yeah. Absolutely no. I, I never once found out on my, I never once figured it out without somebody saying something and then having it be like a that's so raven, like, oh my oh, God. God yeah. And it all kind of clicks. So I just, I think that there's, yeah, there's no, th there's something deeper here. Also, if he has like the way, even the way you phrased it, like, oh, he's avoided hard drugs. Avoided. What do you mean he's avoided hard like, drugs? I heard her say that, but it's like, Yeah, I don't know if that's the, like just the word that you threw out or if he said something like that, if that's his word choice, a little bit weird. Either way, like we told the previous caller, you're just gonna have to rip off the bandaid and say, hey, listen, I'm really frustrated. I want this to work. I love you a lot. We've been together for five or six years. Uh. I can only do so much. I've asked to be in therapy with you. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you know, I try to make a move. I want to have sex. I love you. I'm attracted to you. You're coming at me with this attitude. What is going on here? Tell me. There's no more time for bullshit. Please tell me what's going on. Yeah. Can we fix it? Are you cheating? Are you on drugs? Do you want to fix it? Are you just too much? I know. I'm sorry. Do you just not want to? Is he trying to sabotage the thing where it's like some guys will do people will do this thing where they don't they do don't, anything. Yeah. So you do. So it. the other person will break up with them because yeah. it's like, oh, who wants to be around this? Like, you know. Yeah brutal horrible I, energy i think your focus needs to be hey i want to go to therapy i want to go to therapy because i think if you've been working at this for you said you could count the number of times you had sex 
on like one, oh, one in 2018. Jeez. If that's where you're at, you're not going to, you're like, as much as I wish that she could say that and be like, he's going to tell her, I don't think he will. He's, I don't think he's going no. to come up front and just say what he's been hiding he's or anything like that. Definitely not therapy. If you won't even well, talk that's to what, her. But that's the point where I'm like, if you don't want to, like, we have to go to therapy or I, else I can't do this anymore. And yeah. that needs to be it. it. It's not like a, not forcing you to tell me anything. I just want to go to therapy because that in therapy, he can be held accountable. You can have these conversations, but you're not going to figure this out between the two of you because you haven't yet. You haven't, you, if you haven't already done it, you're not going to do it. You have to get a professional. And if he doesn't want to go see a professional, then that's, then he's not, then you don't want to be in this relationship. And also a lot of young people that can't afford a professional, they don't go, they go to the wrong professional. But he goes it's like to therapy. dating. Oh, he goes he to, goes therapy. to oh, therapy. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe she can that's go That's I mean. Just go like, be like yeah. you, like you don't, if you don't want to go to couples therapy, but we need to like, we need to figure this out. We're not house hunting anymore. We're not like, I'm yeah. putting my foot down. We're not moving forward in our relationship until we have a serious conversation with your therapist or a therapist that we get on our own and we figure this out because I've been spending an entire fucking year trying to get to you and I've, I've gotten nowhere and I it's don't crazy I'm not going to invest more time yeah, yeah. it's crazy making yeah. it's a horrible feeling it's so lonely in a relationship 100% something up uh, yeah his I think like going back to the fact that he stayed away from hard drugs that means that yeah. he's still doing other drugs yeah. and yeah. as an addict you you can't you have to Pills. not do anything yeah so and if is he, he's an addict and he's still doing some type of drug there's something else going yeah. on yeah and is he like you're the the idea of downplaying this like oh he like wasn't had a problem with it but it's like an okay now like is he going to aa is he going right. to narcotics anonymous is he going to meetings does he have a sponsor who he checks in with like what is all of this it's like it's all very it's, vague yeah it's 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 something that like uh it's a very like addiction and all that stuff like when you talk to somebody or know somebody who's like been through anything like that like it's very much like it's a personal it's it's a disease it's a personal battle it's a demon it's something that's so hurt but affects everyone else around you but there's so much of like a I don't want to ask about that like I'm not because you can't you're trusting in like the I'm trusting that whatever you say is what's happening that this is all these things that are happening but if all of this is proven from his behavior either he's depressed and he's not talking to you about it and he's hiding and he also if he's going to therapy every week I promise you that therapist knows what's up and you don't and go talk to them about it because if he's trying to protect you from something or he's having these thoughts or these feelings and he's trying to like keep you out of it he's not doing it he's not doing it like he's obviously going through something and you as his partner he should want to be upfront with and it's super hard that doesn't mean that he like doesn't care about you and doesn't love you it just means that he's not able to do that right he hasn't been able to do that right now with just you two and so I'm not usually one for ultimatums but it's like we have to go to therapy or else I cannot do this anymore yeah mm-hmm. and then be prepared to, it it might not you know you might break we might break up it yeah. might not go anywhere but it's like what, the quality of the life like of your life what kind of life do you want to have it just mm-hmm. sounds like so miserable and you're both he's like sleepwalking through life and you're tethered to him and you're in this together. And so now somebody needs to wake up, like both of you need to wake up. And yeah, if you hopefully he'll he'll take you to therapy and mm-hmm. some honest kind of honest conversation and communication will happen. But if not, you know, it can just start at, you know, because people hate communicating. People are mm-hmm. not good at it and they hate communicating. But yeah, that first step would be what is going on? Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. We can even laugh about it. We haven't had sex in it's yeah. 2019. We had sex four times in 2018. I don't even care. Let's just fucking talk about it. Can yeah. we just wake up? Like, 
what's going on? Tell me everything. Let's just sit here and have a crazy chat. I don't think he will. I just don't think he, I think he needs, if he's going to a therapist, he's used to talking to someone every single week about it. And if he hasn't talked to her about it with her trying for a year, I think the only way he's going to talk to her about it is with the therapist. Cause the therapist is going to be like, would you like to talk to her about that? Like, and then so, yeah. And so they, and it'll they, be a controlled environment. Yeah. And that he feels safe. In that already. he feels safe for reaction that like Oof. also her going to therapy with him and both, both going Sounds to exhausting. therapy, I think is like a really incredible act of love for the other, per- for, for both. It shows how much you care about each other. If someone's mm-hmm. willing to go to therapy, it's like, Hey, I might have pride, but I'm going to eat my pride because I care about whatever I'm doing, intentional or not, and how it's affecting you. And I want you to be happy. Yeah. And I think that the the same way he might feel the most supported in therapy with you is, okay, these things that, despite the fact that we've been together for all this time and all that, like the demons in my head have told me that I can't say these things because she's going to hate me and she's going to leave me and she doesn't love me anymore and all that stuff. But if we're in a controlled environment where I know I've been able to say these things and my therapist tells me that I'm going to be okay we're gonna deal with it I'm gonna feel more supported in that space um because it's a space that he yeah he feels comfortable in um but I think you need you need to do it and you need to stick by your guns of being like if this doesn't happen I can't do this anymore because as much as like five like five years is a long time it's not that long like this isn't it's not like well I've put five years into relationship therefore this was supposed to be my end all no no that's not there's like there no matter how much time you invest in a relationship, if it's if you get to a point where it's not good anymore and you have done everything that you can, like, like what do you, so like five years versus like an additional like 50 years. Oh my God. You know God. what I mean? Yeah, like when you fine. compare it against that, like you're young, you're in your twenties, like five years is a long time, but like Think about the fact that like you and in another five years, you if you started dating someone else tomorrow, You'll five years fi- from then, you're yeah. in your 30s. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. If, you can't fix people. I think that's but you you can't fix people, but you you have to protect yourself like you can't protect anyone from anything that they're going to deal with and go through and all that stuff. And but you need to protect yourself in the situation. And it's really hard when someone who you love and you care about is not letting you in and like not letting you help when you really want to. But at a certain point, like that, this is one of those things that like time doesn't heal. You know, it's like, if you don't start communicating, once you start the communication process and the like honesty and everything like that, that's a journey. And that is what time will get better at and trust and all of those things will build. But if that doesn't happen, this isn't just going to go away. Yeah. Let me know what happens. Yeah. If you, if you just want to DM me and you're too afraid to call, I'm not afraid to call back, but if you, if something happens, that's like too, um, I don't know, like specific or personal yeah. that you feel uncomfortable that cause it's him, not necessarily you. Um, but if you feel comfortable calling back, but otherwise just DM us, we'd Yikes. love to let us know what happens if you oh. need help. Yeah. As somebody who's dated a lot of those. <laughs> Do we have one more? Mm-hmm. Hey, Megan. So I'm in a really sticky situation right now. So I'm 17 and pregnant. Me and the father, Brad, have been together for about six months. From the start, I never really had a lot of feelings for Brad. I had just previously gotten out of a year and a half relationship, and me and Brad met up, and it was supposed to be just a one-night stand. But my loneliness got the best of me, and we've been together almost nonstop since that night. To be pretty blunt, Brad isn't the best person. Most of the time, I despise being with him. And for whatever deep issues I've got going on, I've never been able to leave him. 
I've tried breaking up with him multiple times before, but I always look back a couple days later. He has no respect for virtually anyone, dropped out of school. Most of the things he says are negative. He has trouble keeping any job because of lack of responsibility, and he gets pushy when it comes to having sex. And still, I have no feelings for him, which I have let him know about. And I have cheated on him because I was looking for someone who could treat me better because I know that person's out there. Not that that makes it any better. And he doesn't know about that, too. When I broke up with him the last time, it was the longest break we had had, and I really thought it was going to last until I found out I was pregnant. I decided to keep the baby, and he's 100% on board. Since me getting pregnant, he has taken my concerns into consideration about respect, getting a job, and being a better person all around. And even my friends have mentioned seeing a change. But there are still things that do definitely need to change. I truly believe that you can fall in love with anyone, so I'm trying to stick around to see if that's true. And, of course, I want my baby to grow up with both parents around. I just don't know really what to do, and I don't really know what I'm asking you. I'm just hoping you'd be able to offer some type of advice. Um, so, okay, first thing, just to get the joke out of the way, no one says you can fall in love with anybody. I think you mean love is blind, but no, you can't fall in love with anybody. Like, there are plenty of people in the world, no matter, you put me on a fucking desert island with them, I will kill them before I fall in love with them. So I think that mentality, you just need to, you need to wipe. I will also say, um, I think... Like it's incredibly, incredibly like strong and, and, and brave to at 17, get pregnant and be like, I'm going to raise this kid. I think that's awesome. And that is a really, like, that's not, that's not something I would have been able to do at 17, but you making that choice means that you don't need him. Like you made that choice of being like, I can do this, but it's not, you weren't together and married and in love it wasn't like we can do this it was like this is what I want to do so you can do it you don't need him at all and a kid doesn't need two parents parents are a fucking like societal idea of what that is like your parents can be fucking anybody the people who contributed DNA to create you aren't the people who necessarily raise you. If they are, cool, you fit into societal, like mod- like TV family norms, but that's not always how it works. And it is so much more important for your kid to be around a mom who is respected and loved and valued and is sees that relationship and knows that's what I deserve. That's where I'm going. That's the kind of relationship that I'm going to be in. That's a kind of love that I want or that's a fucking badass mom. She is so strong. I want to be like her when I grow up, regardless of who she's with. If he's a stand-up fucking awesome, great guy, then they, then yeah, then why not? But if not, that it doesn't do anything. It really, really, really doesn't. If you, you've heard, the, I'm sure you've heard that like kids, like they need a father figure, a father figure. That father might not be the father figure. The biological father, yeah. yeah. At all. And yeah. I think oh. like it's so much more important for you to and like you're so self-aware of like this is the shit that he does and like all like you know like and Mm. you called in and you know what I'm gonna fucking say is 
You don't need this deadbeat guy at yeah. all. And but he does want to be in the child's so life. Which nice. I think is fine. Yeah. I think that's nice. fine. But he doesn't have to be no, your, not, your spouse. Or and not at your expense. You whatever. don't have to be together. And mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be a strain on you. It doesn't need to be like, oh, he's pushy during all of these things that you described. Oh, God, that can be pushy. his character traits. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing. Then that should not. They, they shouldn't. That shouldn't cross your path. Yeah. Those things that he does. Then that's whoever he dates. That's his shit. That doesn't need to affect you and your life because you should not be with him in a relationship yeah. like that. If he wants to be in your kid's life, that's awesome. But it's you, you need to protect yourself. And it's this isn't like I don't mean I don't mean to say this in like an insensitive way, but like this there there's a lot, a lot, a lot of teen parents who do not end up with the guy who got them pregnant. Yeah. And yeah, I a think lot of them. there's yeah. so many. Okay, I'm going to recommend a YouTube channel. This girl, Yasin Switzer, she is fucking my favorite. Me and Aislinn are obsessed with her. She is a senior in high school and she has the cutest fucking baby, Layla. And she is not with the boyfriend and he was really shitty. It was a pretty bad situation. Not, I'm not going to compare it similar to this, but like an on again, off. Oh, I feel like we should try and all of that stuff. Mm. And she, yeah, she's been through a lot of shit. She's like my inspiration and she's literally younger than me. She's like so strong and cool and self-aware. And I'm like, yeah. wow, I want to be you. Um, and she like moved to a new school, all of that kind of stuff and started dating a guy from our high school. And like, she's so happy. And very realistic and being like, yeah, we're really happy. I mean, we're like really young. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to be like a thing, but like, this is great. And it's a high school boy Mm. who's cool with dating a girl who's also 17 and has a kid. And that like for the rest of forever, like I have friends who are like products of uh, teen pregnancies and like their parents were like young moms and all of that kind of stuff who did it single, all of those things. And I think there is... I, I don't know of a ton of stories of teen parents who um, got to like th- this situation where like, oh, and you know what? We stuck together and we finally fell in love and mm. made it work. I think the most important thing that you can do is you need to do what's going to make you happy and be with somebody who makes you happy and somebody who has done all of those things to you. And mm. the the way that you uh, the way that we, we talk about people I think is like so in, it's just impre- like it's the same way like when you when you're like swiping on an app or something like that and you don't want to show or you're dating someone you don't want to show your friends like oh this is a bad picture like let me find a good one and you try and present the best possible version of them for everyone else around you who you care about because you don't want you want them to see what you see but when you call a fucking podcast and you describe this guy as like a scummy piece of shit you know you're not trying to like rose colored glasses paint over this and make this seem like a better situation like the only redeeming factor or the, in, in all of this is like, well, he, I want the father of, he's the father of my kid, which like, my God, congratulations on contributing DNA to what I'm sure will be a very fucking adorable baby. And like a fantastic part of your life and something that you're always going to like love and be so happy that he was able to like, that's his contribution, but it's not, that doesn't, I don't, that doesn't make up for anyone's behavior yeah. in the situation at all. Never once said the phrase, I think it's great. He dropped out of school, but he doesn't go to your school. And I think the way that, and this is something that I, yeah, I've been harboring the, the way that you said, like your friends have noticed that he's made an improvement. You need to have a sit down talk with your friends and be like, Hey, 
this is the situation I'm in. He's, this is, these are all of the things and how he's treated me. Because to be honest, if you, if it's was ever, um, you said that he got pushy, if it was ever, um, physical, verbal abuse of anything like that, you probably didn't tell your friends. You probably really downplayed it. Um, you need to be super honest with your friends and everybody in your life and be like, for me, I'm saying this now. It's like what sober you says versus drunk you. We're like, sober me is saying, this is not what I want. Do not let drunk me like they, eat the, the fucking cheat cake. And it's like, okay, tell people around you, hold them accountable. Be like, Hey, it's the same thing I said with breakups. It's being like, Hey, you know what? Like I'm doing this. I'm going to like raise this baby. Brad is not a good guy for me. He does not treat me well. If he wants to step up to the plate when the baby is born, that's fine. But until then he's, he is nothing. He is no more than a sperm donor in the situation. And I, as my friends, I need you guys to stop talking about him. Don't tell me that he's doing so much better. Don't ask me if I've seen his post on Instagram. Don't bring him into my orbit and protect me. Like protect me when I'm feeling weak and feeling hormonal. Cause I will a hundred percent say you, your hormones are going to make you drawn to him 100% and say like, when I'm feeling that way, can't like, answer my calls. I'm going to call you instead. You guys are going to be this buffer around me. So I'm not going to put myself in a situation like that. That can hurt. And it's people holding you accountable because there is like your, your brain is warring with itself. There's this part of you that called into the podcast that knows all of the terrible shit that he did. But then there's other part of you that keeps going back, just like you say, and you need to let that part of you that has that like power and control and knows all of that. You need that person to tell the arm me around you. This is what I need. And this is what I want and support me in all of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, would love an update. would love to know. I'm also curious how far along she is now. Don't update me. I'm, uh, okay. I'm too emotional during cool. this entire call. I can't me. handle any more emotion. Okay. <laughs> it I'm, is Pisces I'm thinking season. good thoughts for you though. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Update me. Okay. Should we go on to, uh, don't blame them? Yes. AAA. So this is a segment in where in where? Where? Why it's fucking words? In which? In which? That's what it was trying to be. Oh, she's gonna burp. Ah! Yeah, she did it. Um, <laughs> where listeners call in and give their own advice if they've been through like the same personal situations on previous episodes. Yeah. So this is from um, the episode season three, episode nine with Shireen Eunice, and um, the original caller had a problem because her boyfriend would change in front of his his her boyfriend and sister his sister they like change in front of each other and they're As very adults. close yeah it's like an episode of friends yeah oh oh my god that honestly happens. yeah i keep rewatching it i'm like monica ross stop this is weird but then like somebody goes out with like jennifer aniston goes out on a with date ross. with her neighbor oh huh? no jennifer aniston goes on a date with her neighbor that she has a big crush on and then the sister's saying and she's like a knockout bombshell but then jennifer aniston's like oh phew that's just his sister until like they're like tickling each other and wrestling and yeah. it's like way inappropriate taking a bath or a shower together yeah, yeah. anyway go on that's a good show all right so this is someone calling back with similar experience what the fuck okay hi megan i just wanted to talk to the girl i mean not talk to her but i guess address her through this about the girl who had an issue with her boyfriend's relationship with his sister because they're super close and i have that same exact relationship with my siblings like exact relationship where we're super close I change in front of them we talk about like really like I guess intimate things um and honestly if she is willing to be serious with her like her boyfriend and like he means a lot to her I think it's worth her time to just I don't know confront this problem because speaking from the sister on this end 
I mean, I get the want, like, being really almost territorial of your siblings because you want the best for them. And I've been in that spot where the girlfriend wasn't very comfortable. But when I was told this, I tried to put it as much under as much consideration as possible and try to be more aware of it because if they're this close as brother and sister, they're also probably really, they also form really close relationships with people who are important to them. And I tried my hardest with my brothers and I bet you this guy will also try his hardest with his sister just to be more aware because if you're dating someone who is close with their family like that, you are most likely considered to be part of the family as well when you start dating them and family wants to take care of family. Anyways. I'm totally uncomfortable. <laughs> no, dude, this is the thing. Like we, we've like, there are some, like we have like opposing opinions, like sometimes like all like us in the room all the time. Mm-hmm. This one, like it was kind of similar to the t- porn one where yeah. like we were all on the same page. And then I read the comments. I was like, wait, so we're not all on the same page. Cool. So cool. I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I think, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. As an only child, I always, I, I mean, I have a half brother, so no offense to I have DJ a half brother watching. too. I never oh, talked wow. about What's his name? James? DJ. DJ. Mine's yeah. James. But oh. go on. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. No, yeah. his middle name's not James either. I was trying to think if that was what the J stood oh, for. Yeah. Um, so I don't, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to be like, oh, I don't like this is, yeah. I, I mean, it's weird for me. So I, I mean, I always, it's weird. I You're 100% right. sympathize, like empathize with, um, the caller in this, but I think she has a valid point and I'm glad that like that response is great because it's, it's Mm -hmm. a sister who's like, Oh, I've been told that. And I adjust it. Not like, no, toughen up. Welcome. This is what it's like. You have to like be a part of this. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that was a nice call. Yeah. I think that's a really good, hopefully people who are like listening to, cause also we got a ton of fucking people who are like, this is fine and not, not like not weird at all, but there's definitely people like, Only children who were like, or didn't have like, yeah, because I grew up, I grew up with all sisters and we do change in front of each other and someone, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, someone did, someone else called in and they said, um, that they, like when they were younger, they were just used to changing in front of each other because their parents would change them. And, and then when they get, they got older, like they never just thought about anything like that. Can I call my boyfriend on speakerphone? He has a sister (laughs) and ask him what he thinks. What's their age difference? Two years, three years, two years. I also wonder if it's a new, like, cause that was the other thing I think we brought up the first time was I didn't know if it was like, we didn't know if it was like underwear or like penis. Yeah. Same same thing with the, that same color I was referencing the other one. She was like, I'd walk around in like my sports bra and shorts. And I was like, that's not a big deal. Cause I walk around the streets in a sports bra. So I think, I think it's more of. And I don't even think like, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I would, yeah, I would walk around and yeah, don't care. Um, half, but it, half your Instagram half is my, you in a Literally bra. all the fucking time. If, if one person in the whole situation feels uncomfortable, that person needs to vocalize it and then it needs to change. I don't think mm-hmm. the person who feels uncomfortable needs to suck it up. And I think that's, I'm really glad that she, the person who called back in basically said like, no, I, I did my best to adjust and change all of that stuff. So Cause I think like, I don't want to shame on anyone. Like if it's because I really can't relate. I don't think her, like the original caller, I don't think her boyfriend and her boyfriend's sister are assuming that she is going to feel uncomfortable. But I think the second, like this one, the girl, uh, girl who called back in said, um, I think the second that you say you feel uncomfortable, nobody, that's no, there's none of, that's not their goal mm-hmm. at all. They're just like existing, doing their thing. Do I relate? No, but I think 
as soon as you vocalize that, I think it will change. Uh, okay, well, that is it for our episode. Thank you so much, Alex, for being on this. Thank you for having me. Plug your po- plug your podcast, oh, plug your life. My God, uh, you guys, it would be a dream. If anybody out there uh, watching, listening, decided mm-hmm. they, they like me in any way and want to be friends, I think you'd be crazy not to be friends with me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram because oh, I'm obsessed with Instagram. Confidence. I mean, I just want to be friends because I'm needy and insecure. No, but and that, make me you'd feel be better. crazy to not want to be. I mean, just follow me on Instagram, you guys, at Alexi Wasser. I have a podcast I do where I have tangential conversations with people. It's called Love Alexi. It's available on iTunes. And that's it. Instagram and iTunes. Love Alexi. Love it. Alexi Wasser. Fuck yeah. If you guys enjoyed this episode um, and you want to uh, be in an upcoming one, or you're a caller with updates, any of that stuff, give us a call at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can leave us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. That's an email. You would email it, you'd leave it in the email, and then you send it to us. If you want to follow uh, the podcast on Instagram, we're at don't blah mean pod. And uh, you can figure out where else to listen slash watch on don'tblameme.show. We are on Spotify now for everybody mm-hmm. who is asking. And if you are watching on YouTube, check out all of the listening ways hear us in your car (laughs) change it up and if you are listening go uh, watch on youtube to see the video version too and our socials are down below as well and we will uh see you guys next week goodbye